Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. Time. Who's hungry? Chica in the morning on K945. Laissez le bon ton rouler. Well, it's time. It's time for us to start enjoying the goodness that is Mardi Gras. Um, just deliciousness, right? So got to tell you about what I believe to be the best cheesecake in Shreveport, Bossier. And it's at this place called the Sugar Show. Have you heard about it? Apparently, I'm I'm like last to the party every time. Um, so the Sugar Show, it is a cute little like bakery dessert shop. It's like nestled right in there in the East Bank, like right in between Bojack's and... Um, the axe throwing place by you axe, like right there in the middle, right? And they started cranking out this, uh, they call just a king cake cheesecake. My girlfriend, Jackie has had it four times. She's gone to the gym five times just to justify how much she's been eating this thing. Have you tried it yet? What are your favorite non-traditional king cake options in Shreveport, Bossier? I don't think anything can beat this king cake. At least according to her, there's nothing out there that can beat it. Let me know now inside your free K94.5 app. K94.5, good morning. I'm Chica. And Elon Musk did this a few months ago. And we all just started ragging on him, making fun of him. But it looks like, I guess, one person really liked the idea. Mark Zook, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Facebook just announced they're adding a paid verification option, just like Twitter's. Okay, but instead of a blue check mark, you get a blue badge. It's called Meta Verified. They're testing it in Australia and New Zealand this week, and they plan to roll it out to more countries soon. But the web version will cost you 12 bucks a month. It's 15 bucks if you want it through your phone app. Um, I think Twitter was what eight bucks or something. I'm telling you. People are having a field day with that stuff. Uh, here's the difference, though. In Zuck's version, you get one on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you have to verify your identity with the government ID. So just like with Twitter, it's supposed to add more protection and keep people from impersonating you. Uh, you also get direct access to Facebook's customer support, which some people say it's the only part worth fame, paying for. And to me, it's like, have you ever tried to get somebody's fake profile taken down? I'm telling you, it is like the most difficult thing. And I found this out because... I originally was going to go on this show on Netflix called The Circle. And I was going to go in as a catfish, right? And my best friend had an account made of her. Like a fake account. And trying to get that account removed and taken down before the show. I'm telling you, this was like 2020 times, right? So, I say 2020 times, literally. Um crazy time in my life but I remember it was the most difficult thing they're like you know Instagram's difficult Facebook's difficult to just you know get these little fake accounts down so thinking of that now I wonder if if this will actually make us avoid these issues altogether because I don't know about you to me that actually might be worth paying for have you ever had somebody make a fake profile of you 
If so, do you think the eight bucks a month is worth it? Would you pay it? Shreveport Bojan. K945. Here are three things you need to know before you go. One. Richard Belzer died yesterday. He was 78 years old. Belzer played Detective John Munch on 10 different shows. Uh, most notably, Homicide, Life on the Street, and Law and Order SVU. At first I saw it, I thought, no way. This guy's not that old. Anyway, um, once I get more information as to what happened, of course you know I'm going to fill you in. Two. A Tennessee animal shelter has an Australian shepherd mix that they say looks just like Paul Rudd. They call him Paul Ruff, and let me tell you right now, I've seen pictures of him, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of convinced this dog looks like Paul Rudd. My question is, will Paul Rudd actually adopt him? Because that's what this group wants to do. They're like, yo, adopt this dog that looks just like you. They said that the happiest dogs look like their owners. Maybe that's why my dog... You know what, though? My dog has been getting a little belly lately. You know what? I'm with this. Paul Rudd, adopt Paul Ruff. Or Ruff. Three. So you remember hearing about Pink and Christina Aguilera not getting along, right? Well, I feel like she kind of rehashed her feud with Christina Aguilera recently. Um, She was talking about her least favorite video was Lady Marmalade. And she said, quote, it wasn't very fun to make. There were some personalities. And so people are like, "Mm." she later said, quote, I kiss Christina's mouth. I don't need to kiss her butt. But she said it in a very pink way, right? So my question is, are they still mad like 20 years later? Really, it's been that long. Is this one of those friendships that will never, like, no matter what happens, they're never going to be BFFs again? I got concerns. I got questions. Now you know. Now you know. Find out more in the free K945 app. Listen to 45. Good morning. My name's Chica, and researchers at the University of Cincinnati are basically creating an app that could tell you and me, hey, this day is going good. This day isn't going good. Okay, so this is actually good news for single people. Because pretty soon, I mean, we could ditch somebody in the middle of a bad date and tell them, sorry, this this app on my phone is saying that the spark just isn't here. <laughs> I don't want to waste your time or my time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's rude. Uh, a team at the University of Cincinnati is working on an app that uses AI to tell you if a date's going well or not. Basically, so... It pairs with wearable technology like your Apple Watch, and it monitors things like heart rate, breathing, and how much you're sweating. Um, The technical term for all that is physiological synchrony, okay? And it can tell in real time whether you're actually engaged in a conversation or you're just faking it. And it can give you feedback on your own quirks too. For example, it can tell you if the other person finds you boring. The app isn't really for wide release yet because it's not accurate enough yet. They tested it on a bunch of people and it was around 75% accurate in analyzing how well people connected. So pretty good, but not good enough to fully trust it yet. But once it gets better, it could be useful for dating and other stuff too. For example, it could provide real-time feedback for teachers, therapists, and even people on the spectrum who have a hard time socializing. 
And in in all reality, this was created for people on the spectrum that have a hard time socializing that need a little bit of extra help. Okay, so, the, you know, this person is reacting. This is good. Hey, <laughs> you're not really reacting to anything here. We're, you know, and, and so to me, it's like, okay, cool. Like, that is freaking awesome. But my question is, could this actually be a bad thing? Right? Like, I have been on several, heck, I've been on several first dates that I thought, maybe the spark isn't there. Maybe there's nothing really, you know, there's nothing here for me. And I agreed to a second, third date, and turns out, I mean, one of them, I ended up engaged to him, right? So there have also been times where I have gone out on a date and I think this date is awesome. We are having the best time ever. I'm having a good time. Let's, I mean, I'm already in the car on the way home, jumping my Yukon and I'm thinking, where could this go? Am I going to introduce him to my family? Like, I am over here just, and then don't really hear from him, never hang out again. So I feel like I could misread people, right? Thinking like the spark is there. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. And then just it not turn into anything or me realizing, oh my gosh, after a couple dates, this person's absolutely crazy. So I don't know. I don't think that first dates are meant to be. And I know that you may disagree with me here. Um, the reason why I wouldn't use this this app reason why I wouldn't be all for it is that I would never want to go off of a first date. For me, first dates are kind of more like an interview and I know they shouldn't be, but kind of like, Hey, like, are we, and as I get older, things change, right? Are we compatible at all? Like for real? Or do I just think you're really hot? I'm just saying, I think that, um, I don't know. You hear all these people say, hey, listen, if you hang out with somebody and it feels like butterflies, it's your it's your flight or fight senses, right? Like that. That's what it is. If you feel so totally calm and chill and even killed with somebody, that person might be somebody you might want to hang out with more. I'm just saying those are my little two cents on that. Shreveport, four, five. It's Chica. Rise and shine, baby. I got a question. So if you are in a committed relationship, do you feel like the longer you've been with the partner, the longer it takes for you to text each other back? This is crazy. Sometimes I'll be at work and um, a coworker will text their significant other. And I'll be like, dude, you texted them literally like 10 minutes ago. Why haven't they replied yet? Like it's not like they're on their phone. And one time we we set out to prove a point where I messaged a couple guys on the roster. Two minutes later, less than two minutes later, I got a reply. Meanwhile, my coworker is still waiting on a reply from his wife. And that was this was a dumb, just dumb stuff we do at work, right? Didn't think anything of it. And then of course I see this new article pop up and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We put this to the test a while ago. And I truly am convinced that the longer you've been with somebody, the longer you both are okay with not communicating throughout the day. 
Really? Maybe it's because you go home to each other, but check this out. The new study out of the UK is claiming couples take longer to text each other back the longer they've been together. So the average response time from newly dating couples was 16 minutes and 50 seconds. They also send each other 15 messages every day, plus even social media posts. But just two years into a relationship, the average response time slumps to 24 minutes with 12 messages every day and six social media posts. Um, I don't know. I guess 20 minutes and uh, 20 years into a relationship, people just don't respond or they pretend they didn't see that text about needing milk. I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I've never been with somebody that long. I think the longest I ever have been in a relationship for was five years. So, I mean, to me, it's kind of like I could see that towards the end of my relationship he and I would probably communicate or text maybe two three times during the workday and it was very small very very heck we probably talk talk more now as friends than we did while we're engaged and that that baffles me but here's here's what's crazy is we all have that person that we text back immediately right like no matter what we're gonna text them back and there are people where it takes a little bit longer And I get that. But shouldn't it be that we're quick to text back our significant other? Shouldn't it be our significant other that we'll talk to most and we'll do so in a quickly manner? I don't know. This article kind of, it kind of makes me go, first off, we're not alone. If you suck at communicating, um, if you feel like you and your partner are totally like disconnected when it comes to the workday, I guess you're not alone. How do we make our partner feel a little bit more seen, though? That is the question. How do we make our partner feel like, oh, dude, like I'm a priority. I'm going to respond to them. The fact that my roster messaged me back way faster than my coworker's wife did. I'm telling you, she probably took I'm going to give it to her. She probably took about 15 minutes to respond. Meanwhile, I had messages back in less than two minutes. Something's wrong here. The system is broken. The Rave 5, that was Jake, Golden Hour. Good morning, I'm Chica. And if you went to the Highland Parade, I want to know what is the craziest thing you caught this year? Unfortunately, I was not there this year. Um, I was kind of sad. My buddy, uh, Cody, he's, he's a DJ. And normally him and I DJ events together. Last year we did the Highland Ball together, which I heard the Highland Ball was freaking insane this year. Saw pictures. That ball actually looked like a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, kind of bummed. I was not a part of the Highland Parade this year. Because my favorite thing is always seeing the crazy, ridiculous throws that people have. Okay, so keep in mind, I'm driving in from New Orleans yesterday. When I see everybody checking in and everybody's posting about the most epic Highland Parade. Was it better this year than it was last year? It kind of looks like it. Kind of bummed I wasn't a part of it. But all that to be said, I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on and what kind of crazy things you caught. Now, I do know this. I do know that um, our very own Greg... Adams, he and his wife are hardcore involved with um, the Mardi Gras scene. And his wife made like crazy plungers, which is my favorite, favorite thing. 
If you catch a plunger, oh my gosh. You should save it, protect it at all costs. But what other crazy thing did you catch? One year I caught a pickle and I started screaming I got a pickle and everybody started seeing it back. That was weird. A pig's foot. Okay, so listen, I'll try a lot of things. I'm weird when it comes to food because I feel like nothing's off limits. But pig feet, pickled pig feet, I'm going to have to draw the line. I also caught a um, a hard-boiled egg one year. Like, it was pickled as well. I just... Eesh. My question is, what crazy thing did you catch this year in Highland? And what do you wish that they'd throw more of? Like, for example, I was telling somebody, dude, you can go and stock up on ramen at the parade and you're good. Like, you could stock up on ramen and and life is good. Somebody's like, no way. Heck yes way. It's the best thing ever. My question to you. What did you catch? What was epic? What weirded you out? The weirder, the better. If you caught a plunger, I want to know, was it decorated? What color? Did you catch just a plain plunger? I wonder if people actually just threw plain plungers this year. Let me live vicariously through you. 320-9436. Or message in using the free K94.5 app. Shreveport Bojan. 94.5. Good morning. It's Chica. Cheese me with Chica. That's what we got to start calling this. I have no shame. In fact, this is something that neighbor Kennedy and I actually argue about. He thinks that I need to learn to mind my business. And I think he needs to learn to satisfy my needs when it comes to gossip. Chisme is the Spanish word for gossip, but it's not so like, uh, you know, it's not so like, oh my gosh, they're gossiping. It's more like, girl, if you don't spill the tea, I will. Okay. Is that kind of a good way to put it? I hope so. I hope it makes sense for you. Cheese mid time. Megan Fox. Let's throw this back. Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly. They had that crazy whirlwind. To me, they kind of gave me Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton vibes. Okay? That's the kind of vibes I was getting of their relationship. Do I think it's going to work out in the long run? I don't know. I don't think so. But whatever. It's not my job to... to to call it, heck, I I can even make my relationship work. So what makes me think I could judge other people? I'm going to cheese me out about them, a.k.a. gossip about them, talk about them. I can't, I can't sit here and judge. I, I wasn't surprised when there was news or there were rumors that they broke up. Okay, you remember when Megan Fox shared, what are we going to call it, a telling Instagram post? She insinuated that Machine Gun Kelly cheated on her. So the rumor has been swirling with possible scenarios from um, Machine Gun Kelly having an affair with his touring guitarist to the actress finding suspicious texts on her fiance's phone. But shortly after posting lyrics about infidelity, Megan Fox deleted her Instagram altogether. So she she's fed up with the rumors because yesterday she returns to Instagram to pen a statement regarding her relationship. Let me tell you what she said. Quote, there has been no third party interference in this relationship of any kind that includes, but is not limited to actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or <laughs> succubus demons. While I do, I, I do hate to rob you of running random baseless news stories. 
that would have been much more accurately written by chat GPT. You need to let this story die and leave all of these innocent people alone now. Um, you got to remember, she's also not following anyone on Instagram. Um, before she wiped her account completely, though, she did take all pictures of Machine Gun Kelly down and she was only following Harry Styles. Uh, Timothy Chalamet and Eminem. Remember back when Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem had that beef? That's right. I'm just saying. There's a lot of weirdness out here, okay? I, I just... Guys, this is proof, and we've talked about this so many times, and I know that, that you're kind of like, ugh. But if Megan Fox is out there getting cheated on, by a medium ugly boy. I don't care what you say about Machine Gun Kelly. That man is medium ugly, okay? Megan Fox, leaps and bounds. I get it, he's a rock star, whatever. I don't even know what genre we'd put him under. But, I'm just saying, there's... Uh, I just I, I just want you to be happy, okay? At the end of the day, I just want Megan Fox to be happy. I want her to find happiness, but... I mean, it's sad. It's sad that that she came out here to defend somebody who she clearly said cheated on her. So now I'm wondering what's happening in her relationship. Is she getting gas? I mean, is he gaslighting her? I have way too many questions. But this is proof, y'all. Even a medium ugly guy can make you lose your mind, even if you look like Megan Fox. You can take K. K-94-5, good morning. I'm Chica, and I want you and I to basically... I don't know. I want us to be happy overall. I know that sounds... You're like, oh, come on. Come on, Chica. No, no, no. Whenever I could stumble across something that I think might make us better people or make us happier, whatever it may be, I want to talk about it. So that's why I saw this, you know, experts say that this one thing each day, if we do this, it can make us happier. Of course, it caught my attention. And now I'm over here going, this actually kind of makes sense. So it's an easy way to give yourself a boost. And the study says, hey, this is one thing you can do each day to make yourself happier. You got to have at least one solid conversation with somebody. uh, Researchers found that it helps with stress and anxiety, and it makes us feel more connected. They identified seven different types of communication that qualify as a solid conversation. So any of these seven things would work, okay? I'm just throwing this out there. Joking around. Catching up with somebody. Having a deep, meaningful talk. Showing care. Valuing the other person's opinion. Offering sincere compliments. And even just listening. Just listening. I struggle with that part. Because I'm always like, ooh, and then what? Ooh, me too. Yeah, I struggle with that part. But, um... Any of those types of conversations, at least once a day, will make us happier. Uh, You definitely don't have to limit yourself to just one. People in the study who had multiple quality conversations a day saw an even bigger boost. So, who knew? That one thing you could do, catch up, joke around, maybe have a meaningful conversation. Whatever it is, let it be the mood boost that makes you happier today. Shreveport Bossier's 